Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Today, we're going to be rocking to the guitar of Julia Malanta, and then we're going to slow down and smile with the Latin Grammy winner, Mariana Vega, and we might even throw in some Italian food recipes while we are at it. This is Music Friday Live. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and we have a great show lined up for you today. Well, from Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live and brought to you by World Arts, a global platform for musicians, fans in the music industry, and by MySanFelipeVacation.com, your source for a great getaway in the Sea of Cortez. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is, the, this is your show. These bands are here to talk with you, so you can call in and talk to them. Or you can email questions and comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. I want to give a special shout out to our listeners on the cyberstationusa.com network. You know who you are and all their radio affiliates, and they're going to be listening to us tonight. And also to those of you who are listening to us on Stitcher or iTunes, and a special shout out to everybody hearing us in London, England on the on the Artist Echoes Network. So if you're listening live and have questions or comments, Call us, 347-215-7511. If you're listening to a podcast or a rebroadcast or you're in London, send us an email, musicfridaylive at gmail.com, and we will forward your questions to our guests, and they can reply directly to you or through us, depending on whatever works best. Well, I was at a conference yesterday called The Future of Music. That's right. It was at a larger, it was part of a larger conference called Digital Hollywood. And uh, Digital Hollywood is mostly about where the music industry is going and the film industry is going as far as digital goes. But one thing kind of struck me, and keep your eye uh, open for this one, a lot of people are developing VR, virtual reality, for concerts and festivals. You know, you put on the goggles and uh, you snap your cell phone into it, and it, you're like right in the middle of it. We had a de- little couple of demonstrations, and it's really something. And I and I can just imagine going to um, Glastonbury in um, in England or to Coachella here in the United States, only not going to it, but getting a subscription to it, getting my goggles, and uh, being able to be right there on stage with the musicians and not have to deal with the parking or the lines at the restroom. So keep your, um, keep your eyes open uh, for that one. The other thing they talked about a lot is that streaming is now the major way in which music is being sold, which is not great for musicians because they don't make very much from streaming. So, you know, keep in mind that whenever you want music, it's great to stream it, love it, do it myself, but also, you know, buy the album too. Well, speaking of albums, you have to really listen, really listen to Moonbeam Parade, Julia Malanta's fifth album. The lyrics tell stories that can sear your mind or they can quiet it. The music, you know, the notes themselves, 
They're a work of art with exquisite guitar chords and precise compositions. But it's the words that she wields so powerfully. Melanta combines cultures, languages, modes, genres, and talent into an emotional brew like no one else. A native of Italy, she's now ensconced in the great live music scene in Austin, Texas, which I hope remains and doesn't get uh, uh, buried in a whole lot of new apartment buildings, uh, which people in Austin tell me is happening. But she learned to play the guitar when she was eight. She sang Italian folk songs with her father. She perfected her playing and her songwriting skills so well that in 2010, she won the new Sounds of Acoustic Music Award in Italy. But the States beckoned, and there was a vibrant music community that gave her nourishment and space to grow, and grow she did. Since moving to Texas in 2012, she has produced multiple albums and must-see gigs at Austin's top venues and around the East Coast. She sings in four languages, plays the acoustic and electric guitars, as well as the ukulele. And best of all, she's right here with us today. Julia Milanto, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hi, thanks. Can you Julia, hear I've been listening to... Uh, this new album all week and it's a huge album you have 13 songs on it uh, but it seems like it's a bit of departure from your earlier work uh, you know earlier songs like out of here this album seems a little more personal if that was possible does moonbeam parade signal kind of a change in your music direction um i guess uh for the first time i'm playing electric which kind of changed things a little bit. Um, but um, maybe, yeah. <laughs> you know, okay, has. well, <laughs> um, substituting electric for um, uh, acoustic guitar will definitely uh, change the sound. Well, let's let our, our listeners hear, hear what we're talking about. This is a silvery gown. decided to go wild I knew there was no way back I needed to feed the child to die deep in that black the night I opened the door I knew be drowning in pain and I Break through its core Get the needle Out of my vein The night I touched the sky I knew my lungs would collapse You know, I've been listening to that song all week, and, and I, I can't tell in that song if you're tolerating and then putting aside pain, or you're letting go and trusting your instincts, or something totally different. Can you fill us in a little bit on the origin of that song? Okay, well, it's the second one, by the way. It's it's mostly about finding that spot inside of your soul or your heart that's that's positive and ready to flip things around and make them okay you know um so it is a positive song even though it might not sound like it but it's about 
you know, taking chances and being brave and embracing pain in a way that it will not be your enemy anymore, but become your friend. And being a little crazy, you know, like, okay, you know, I'm I'm not well, <laughs> I'm sad, I'm kind of heartbroken, <laughs> but, you know, hit me hard, hit me hard, come on, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> and once you do that, you have a chance to kind of re suscitate and uh, and and wear a silvery gown and and dance and sing among the stars does that make okay. sense okay yeah that, it makes perfect sense um and it makes me think you know you're you're an expat uh, your childhood and your education and your memories are in another country in another society and i know a little about that myself from having lived in asia for a while and uh it kind of gives you insights um, and also skills too. Um, let me ask you something. Would your music be different if you had stayed in Italy? Probably, yeah. Um, I don't know how, but I'm sure it would be different because you know what do you do, where you live, the people you hang out with, that informs you and changes you and, and modifies the way you, you perceive and you write, you act. So for sure, I cannot tell you wh how, though. Of course sure not. <laughs> <laughs> what prompted you to uh, to move to Texas? Um, well, my mom used to call me the nomad when I was in, in my early 20s. Um, I've, been, I've always been very curious. I'm kind of easily bored. So... Um, I've lived in Spain for a while. I lived in the mountains in Italy for a while, working with horses. I've done a lot of different things. I'm, I got my degree in medicine. I'm a doctor. Um, I never practiced. Um, and then at some point, I was kind of ready for a change. And, and life kind of provided that for me <laughs> because I, um, I played a, a Towns Van Zandt tribute night in uh, Como, which is in the north of Italy. And there I met um, friends from Austin. They were not friends at the time. They became friends later on. But I started visiting, um, of course, New York as well and San Francisco. But at, in Austin, I kind of, I don't know, I fell at home and I felt well received. So I came here for three months. I liked it and went back home and packed some more clothes and came back. Okay. And here All I right. am. <laughs> and, and, and we're really glad you did. Well, in listening to you and, and really, really listening to your lyrics, I get the feeling that um, uh, you take very seriously every minute of your life. So uh, I want to play a song that seems to, to reinforce that. There, there's a bridge. From where it stands, it's too dark and gloomy. There's a voice you hear in the middle of the night that's dragging you out of bed, throwing shadows on your mind. It's a roar like a thunder that speaks of things you've never seen. Time and places and you wander What's your name, your hopes and dreams? Close your eyes 
your eyes, baby, don't frown You can almost pretend it's gone Trying harder, you won't hear it Close your eyes and you'll see it There's a bridge, it's still there Between your life and all the things you never dare To try Close your eyes Now, I, I know you wrote that song in a motel room after seeing the Grand Canyon. And, and I remember the first time I saw the Grand Canyon, too. But I was just a kid. And all I think about is this is this really big thing outside of me. But this, this song sounds like the canyon was kind of introspective for you. Can you tell us about the moment you wrote the song? Um, well, it happened in, in two different moments. The, the lyrics to this song happened that night after seeing the Grand Canyon, which for me was at first a very underwhelming experience. <laughs> I saw it and, and I got disappointed because I thought it would be like in a book where you can see the whole thing, but you get there and you're so small, you cannot see the whole thing because it's huge. So mm -hmm. it took me a while to really process the whole thing and understand and, and try to understand how big that is and how powerful and how dangerous and the fact that it has, it has been there forever and it, it will be there way, you know, for a long time after we're, we've all disappeared. So that whole, it took me a while to process all that information. And so I woke up in the middle of the night and I, and I truly was feeling this, was hearing this, this um, roar, like, like something woke me up. Maybe it was just a track and, and um, a track on the street, but I, something was very uncomfortable and, and I felt super small and super unsettled and, and kind of scared. And I started writing things. And then later on became uh, the lyrics of the song. Well, it this kind of your kind of lyric-driven introspective music is not the kind of music that first comes to mind when I hear the word Austin, Texas, right? But um, you seem to thrive there. So, so what's your what's your secret to success? Ah, oh gosh. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. And and honestly, if I knew there's a secret, I would just go and, and buy that formula. <laughs> but, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I've been lucky because okay. Austin has received me very warmly. And uh, I guess at first it was the fact that I'm European and, and I have an accent and I and people were just drawn to that, you know, to the exotic in me and the fact that I would sing in different languages and tell stories about things they, they don't know. They just heard, you know, in, in, in movies, I guess that's, that's the reason why I, 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 I draw some attention to me in the first place. Well, it seems to work pretty well. Now, now this, this album, uh, you produced the album with uh, George Reef, who's had some pretty serious health challenges, and it's been very heartening to see how the Austin music community has embraced and supported him. Um, is there a lot of him in this album? Um, we work together a lot in the pre-production part of it. So he really helped me. By the way, he was the one who kind of forced me to play electric more. 
um, I was being a little insecure about it. And he was like, no, come on, come on, just do it. Just give it a try. Come on. So um, that and that he has a, a big part. And also he really helped me figure out what songs, because I, I, I started working with him and I had like 30 songs or 25 at least that were good candidates. And so he helped me, you know, really decide what songs and, and work on the forms and, and put them in a, in a good shape <laughs> to be recorded. And then most of the recordings uh, have been just live and it was just me with the band. But then he, he also mixed the record and he did a stellar job. He, he certainly did. Uh, we're talking with uh, Julia Malanta about her new album and her career in the USA. And you can talk with her, too. You can call us, 347-215-7511. Some of you have already started emailing. Uh, for those of you who haven't, who want to, if you know if you're at work and you can't call, you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And why don't we read some of the emails that have come in already? Um we got several on this topic, so I'll just pick one. Uh, this is Mikhail from New York City. He says, you're a doctor, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you practice medicine? <laughs> well, I have to say, first of all, that nobody ever asked that question before. <laughs> like, that's the really? most asked no of course not that's the most asked question everybody's like really why (laughs) you could be rich and comfortable yes i could be rich and comfortable uh maybe i'm a masochist (laughs) i like to suffer (laughs) (laughs) but um honestly um no i i i enjoyed it i enjoyed uh studying all that tough it's fascinating and i still do read about things i love it and uh, i wanted to be a doctor because i wanted to help people um but then i realized that it was making me sad i i a i cannot picture myself in a hospital day in and day out every day of my life i was feeling like i was kind of stuck on a wagon that had no stops and i was like i don't want to wake up and when I'm 65 and go like, shit, where, where's my life? Where did it go? Um, so I, I needed to follow my heart as they say. And, and I, and I took several risks and, um, and it's not easy. And of course I'm, I'm not, um, I'm surely not, uh, rich and comfortable <laughs> as, a, as I would be as a doctor. But I'm happy. Well, we're, we're, okay, well, that's the important thing. Um, cool K from um, Tampa, Florida wants to know, um, did you get into American rock and roll in Italy or did that happen after you moved? Well, I grew up with with some vinyls that my dad had and um, there was some Simon and Garfunkel, Pink Floyd, um, some Neil Young. So I got acquainted with that when I was very little. And I fell in love with Neil Young when I was 15. And so, yeah, that happened way before I moved to the States. You and a lot of other women at 15. Um, Did you, uh, this is from um, 
Randy in um, Hollywood, and Randy wants to know, do you uh, ever perform in Italy? Oh, yeah. I go back once or twice a year, and every time I go back, I I play shows. Um, Italy is super easy to travel because it's small. <laughs> it's, like, it's like an eighth of Texas, so it's really hard. It's really easy to go around. And I was just there up to not even a month ago. Okay. All right. Um, well, I want to change topic a little bit and talk about food. Um, you offer dinner with your music. Can you tell us about that? <laughs> well, um, there is this thing called Dinner with Julia. There's a website that's dinnerwithjulia.com. The whole thing started, that thing started once I moved to the States. Uh, I've cooked my whole life, of course, I'm Italian, so um, I used to cook when I, I used to help my nanny when I was a little girl. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, uh, it's, it, it has always been part of my daily routine. And then I came here and I would cook for friends and everyone would be like, oh, wow, that is so good. What did you do? And I was like, well, that's just pasta with tomato. I didn't do anything. You know, it's something super simple. And then, and, and I realized that people were enjoying it. And, and also, you know, there are great restaurants in Austin and in the States, but the Italian cuisine that they offer is not a hundred percent authentic most of the time. So I guess what people enjoy when I cook is that it's really like the real deal. And so someone says, Hey, that, that, that happened like a year ago. A friend of mine was like, I think you should cook and play music for people. I was like, okay. So I started doing it and I did it a couple of times and and it was fun it was great and also it's a way that people you know how these days people like have concerts maybe even more than concerts in a venue because they have a chance to really get to know the artist and it it feels mm -hmm. more intimate and familiar so mm -hmm. with the dinner mm -hmm. thing it's even more so because you're in the kitchen and you end up cooking together and and yeah. talking about you know wow recipes or memories and you share funny stories so it's a way to really get to know people and 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 it's a great experience well if you ever come to la we will see to it you have that experience um uh, what what's, what's your favorite dish to cook in the winter well i make lots of soups in the winter also because i'm always cold <laughs> um <laughs> i <laughs> So I like soups. I like make, making pasta. Um, oh, you make your own pasta? pasta is, I do, yeah. Ooh. Not just for myself because I'm lazy. But if I have people, I like to make pasta. And, and it's great because pasta is everything. You can, you know, uh, dress it with whatever you want. So it, it's, it's a very creative dish. And I like fish. I like cooking fish a lot. All right. So um, can you give me a pairing of a dish and a song? <laughs> Not one of my songs in general. Oh, really? Okay. Song. No, one of my songs. Yes. Um, oh. Um, gosh. Well, I'll let you think about that for a while, okay? Um, 
And, uh, you know, I've been to Italy uh, several times and, and every time I was in Italy, um, every time we ate, even if it was at a restaurant, it was with a group of people, six or 10 or 12 people. And one time actually with 40 people. So Italian food just sort of has built in sociability. And for all of our listeners who think that French cuisine is the best, you need to go to Italy. It's almost impossible to find a bad restaurant in Italy. Um, yes. Well, now that we've talked about food, we need to talk a little bit about drink. And actually, why don't we just listen to a song about drink? This is Fourth of Vodka. The sound of your tears from the bottom of your soul. You hear voices of blame for your flaws. your head like a thousand hammers your grandma preaching about good manners you walk fast to the corner of fourth and vodka your steps are hectic like dancing a polka you know First of all, let me just say I love the guitar on that, particularly the guitar solo in there. But it's the lyrics in that are really haunting. Um, there's one verse in there. You see a sign that says dead end street. You go down to face your own defeat and you stop for a drink. And then you realize that this life is just a wink. If I didn't know better, I would say the first two lines are about one of the presidential candidates. But I suspect not. Um, <laughs> who's the subject of that song? Um, everybody, me at some point, you know, I think it's something that's really, it's, it's kind of common experience to feel so defeated by life and kind of overwhelmed by things. And sometimes you feel like you want to, you try to find some, some uh, relief in maybe the wrong things. And sometimes it's alcohol, sometimes it's destructive patterns. And so you know that it's a dead end street. You know that you're going to go down that road anyway, and it's not going to be good. And um, But then at some point, if you're lucky, if you can stop, not necessarily for a drink, but if you stop, you can realize that life it, it, it is a wink, and maybe you you got to keep going and find your way out of your misery. Okay. Um, I was thinking of the, the line in, in um, Silvery Gallon about needle in your vein, but uh, we don't have time to get into all the various uh, philosophical aspects of that because I do want to play another song of yours. Um, I want to shift to a song that's got a pretty clear message, and this is Eve's song.
first question I have, uh, was that you playing the, the guitar on the intro there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, that was really nice work. I really like that. Um, the lines in there, I feel aggressive in a garden full of resentment. Don't come any closer. That's a pretty powerful line. And I, I understand you don't consider yourself feminist, but that's a very interesting take on the Garden of Eden story. And particularly when you think about the last verse, uh, there is freedom, new horizons outside your crystal golden prison. Call me moody, call me selfish, no shackles, no pain, no fears. I will not live in fears. That's a pretty strong statement. What prompted you to write it? <laughs> well, um, some personal stories, of course. And um, of course, the songs are always, they always come from something personal. But I also try to um, make them a little bigger and wider by um, universalize. I don't know if that's even a word, the message. And instead of just talking about my bad experience, I, I try to think a little bigger and think about, in this case, the fact that pretty much I, I really am not a feminist. I'm not one of those who are like, oh, I should get this, I should have this, or no, because I, I work hard and I and I deserve to be respected and people do respect me. So that's the end of the story. But it is true that I think that still in 2016, men can get away with a lot more than women do. And, yeah, uh, no, and in this a big been a big topic of conversation in the presidential election. So you, your message yeah. resonates a lot there. We are out oh, of yeah, time, I mean, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I want to, first of all, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us. I know you're getting ready for a big show tonight at Strange Brew in Austin. So thanks for taking the time to talk with us. Well, thank you. This has been fun. And maybe, you know, think of the pair of, of song and food. Um, oh, yes. song with the, with the apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Which is not what I, not what I first thing I think about when I think about Italian food, but that works. Well, where's the best piece place for people to get your music? Um, well, of course there's always, um, iTunes and Amazon and all that, but we also know that um, they, the best way for artists to, you know, make more money is to sell CDs directly. And so they can, of course, come to my shows, but also go to my website and order the CDs directly from there, okay. which is kind of yeah. nicer because they receive the CD and I can sign and make a smiley face yeah. on the cover. All right. Well, you heard it here. Julia Malanta, you must have this woman's music. The new album was Moonbeam Parade. Go to her website and, and get your copy there, and she'll put a smiley face on it for you. All of her albums are unforgettable. She's, she's appearing tonight at Strange Brew in Austin, Texas. <clears throat> then she goes on a tour with stops in Texas and Maryland and the East Coast. Check out her dates at uh, juliamalanta.com. And if she's playing in your city, don't miss it. We're going to take a quick break before our next guest and during that break we're going to go on a quick little trip to mexico just two hours south of the california border lies the enchanting seaside town of san felipe baja california where friendly people warm waters and a relaxing vacation awaits 
And it all starts at www.mysanfelipevacation.com. Whether you choose to golf on the 18-hole championship course overlooking the Sea of Cortez with friends, enjoy a romantic weekend for two on the beach, or take the whole family for a fun-filled weekend of shopping and activities, you'll be sure to find just the right accommodations at mysanfelipevacation.com. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time you got away? Visit www.mysanfelipevacation.com today. That's www.mysanfelipevacation.com. See you in San Felipe. Yes, and I'd like to see you in San Felipe. And a good way to do it, a good way to see you in San Felipe is you go to the website mysanfelipevacation.com and you put in the discount code MFLA5. MFLA5. You can go down to San Felipe. Incidentally, the Shrimp Fest is coming up this week. Chefs from all over Mexico are going to be there. They're going to cook the fresh shrimp that comes right out of the water in front of you. So this is your time to go visit the wonderful, wonderful country of Mexico. And it's also uh, the time for us to very quickly remind you of our broadcast partner. That's World Arts. And they're going to, I'm going to let them remind you. World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Arts, it's all about the music. And we're back here at Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, and I want to tell you that our next guest, Mariana Vega, she can soothe you with her angelic voice, or she can rock you with jangly guitar riffs, or she can just make you laugh and dance. Whatever. She knows how to create and deliver the best of what I call American Latino music, that wonderful combination of Latino forms and spirit and rock and rap and blues and pop. Her new single, Camara Lenta, will soothe you but this latin grammy winner is always full of surprises whether it's four four time or six eight uh, chakaratera beat or it's english and spanish or pop or rock or love songs her music is just pure joy and even better she's here with us today hi there welcome to music friday live hi patrick that was an amazing introduction thank you so much <laughs> Well, you're an amazing artist, you know, you deserve it. No, thank you. That's so sweet. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, your single, this new single is very sophisticated. It's kind of soft and cerebral, more soft and cerebral than your previous music. Is this a new direction for you? Are you moving away from pop and rock or are you just sort of adding on to it? I think the magic came about because I started working with this uh, new producer, uh, Julio Reyes, and he uh, he's classically trained. He's a pianist, 
and that mixture of the 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 classical music and the new um this this pop sounds and a little bit more of electronic music and that mixture makes it it elevates the the whole thing so uh, it is a new direction because I, I started working with him. I loved it, so I'm gonna keep working with him, and it's it's growth uh, personally and professionally because he has taught me so much. Well, let's give our our audience uh, a, a little uh, example of all the things that uh, he's taught you. This is a Camara Linta. Como estar en primavera Viendo el final de la flor Antes de ver su color En la sombra del pasado Me escondí Y te he perdido Y te he perdido En los planes del futuro Slow down and enjoy life. That's that's what the song says to me. And since I don't really speak Spanish, maybe you can fill it out a little bit, uh, what the lyrics are telling us there. Yeah, I think you got it perfectly right. Uh, it means uh, slow motion. So I grew up in a family that really values family time. And, and this whole idea of social media and how bombarded with news we are every day, it kind of freaked me out a little bit. And, and I started realizing I needed to slow down. I needed to enjoy my time with my family more. Because um, sometimes you're in the moment, but you're thinking about tomorrow or thinking about something you could have done differently. And then you just distract yourself with stuff that's not important anymore. So um, this idea of slowing down, living in slow motion, really breathing the moment and, and enjoying it, I think it's necessary for every human being, and I think we we often forget about it. Well, I have. If you can do that, given your schedule and uh, and all the things you do, <laughs> I have to really congratulate you on that. Right? <laughs> That's um, why you got to pick and, your moments, I guess. You know, you can't do it I every time, do. but you know those special ones. You pick it, and this is. I'm gonna turn off my phone. I'm gonna enjoy this five minutes at least, and then you get it. Good for you. Well, um, speaking of all things you do, I'm going to play uh, a, one of your songs, Te D, because you've been at the forefront of pop, rock, Latino music fusion movement currently sweeping the country. You were nominated for two Latin Grammys. You were awarded a Grammy as Best New Artist. And given your recognition in the Latin market, uh, you, you do a lot. Let's, let's listen to this song there and then talk a little about it. Te di todo de mi tiempo, yo me quedé con los restos del minuto que sobró.
I was going to read the email address, but but you're getting so many emails, I don't think I have to. But I do want to ask you, given your recognition in the Latin market, do you see yourself ever moving into crossover market and singing in English as well as Spanish? Okay, so that that's an interesting question because I I lived in Canada for about eight years, and I mm-hmm. when I started writing music, I I tried the whole English writing, and my friends would say that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I was trying to translate from Spanish directly, <laughs> and it wouldn't make any sense in my head. It was a beautiful metaphor, but it didn't work, so I I got scared of it a little bit, and I I focus on my Spanish songs, but. Uh, that said, I think now that I'm co-writing with other people, I can get somebody to help me um, adapt my lyrics and 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 go into English. I think it's an an amazing market. I don't wanna I don't wanna lose my Spanish speaking audience either. So I think I can I can play with both a little bit and see how it goes. That's that's a a new um, I guess a goal for next year. Okay, all right. Well, well, that particular song, um, which in English is about you, uh, is from your 2008 album, Hablame. Um, and it's very solid. It's very fun. It's a very popular kind of country rock pop song. Um, how have you changed in the eight years since you recorded that album? Well, I, I think I'm... I'm growing as a person and as an artist and you and you start touring a little bit and and touring with with other musicians and learning from them on stage and you realize that those first years that you were kind of set on one genre it was kind of a waste of time because music is not really limited by genres anymore there's fusions everywhere there you, you mix things from every genre in every song and it works and people want to hear stuff like that just because music is so global now and you can you can get it online music from everywhere so i i think i'm more open-minded one of an example of that is is the fact of of me trying to write in english now so i think growing and learning has has made me realize how little i know how much i can learn and that opens your mind to so many new sounds and new new options you know we're talking with la latin grammy winner mariana vega about her new single uh camara lenta and also her her albums and you can talk with her too uh or you can email us many of you are emailing us already you're emailing us to music friday live at gmail.com so i'm gonna go to some of the the emails i think they kind of follow up on what you've been saying here a lot of people want you to come play in their cities okay we have an email from lola in los angeles who says uh please come here we want to see you we have um morton in new york city who says please come here uh we have plenty of places that would love to have you we have uh uh, Stephanie in, in Salt Lake City, who says there's a big audience here for you. So what's That's on your so tour sweet. schedule? <laughs> yeah, That's super sweet. That's so exciting. Um, for me, the, the, the English market is a whole new world. You know, I started uh, in Venezuela, then I moved to Mexico. And, and now with the Latin Grammy, I got the chance to tour a little bit of the U.S. with the last album. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. We are planning on doing that starting um, 2017 next year, which is really close. 
And, yeah, I would love to go to all those cities you just mentioned. In fact, I'm going in a couple of weeks. I'm going to go to L.A. to do some some uh, promotional tour, and hopefully I can meet some of those people that are sending emails and, and you know, set up a little gig or something. Okay, well, uh, let, let's talk about that afterwards because I know most of, being a music critic uh, in L.A., I know most of the, the places where the gigs can be set up. And also awesome, point Patrick. out that um, in L.A., uh, if you draw a line from Pasadena to all the way around the city to say Compton, there's a, a million people who speak both Spanish and English and who love the music. Uh, so there's a big audience here just in Spanish. In fact, it's the, this is the second largest Spanish-speaking city in the world in Los Angeles. So I think you'll be able to fill wow. the hall. That's, a, that's yeah. an amazing statistic. I did not know that, but good to know. <laughs> Um, also, I was at um, the music, uh, uh, the future music uh, convention yesterday, um, uh, put on by the UCLA School of uh, Innovation and in Music, and they pointed out that uh, you know Latin music is the second largest um, consumed genre of music in the United States, and interestingly enough, people who listen to Latino music or Latin music consume it twice as much on YouTube as other people do as as, they, as other markets do which yeah. leads me to my next question um i noticed that you recently asked your fans what they wanted to see on your youtube channel what did they tell you yes yes i think i love that part of social media that that interaction is is so basic for any artist and i wanted to know what what they were expecting what they wanted to see what got them excited and uh, it turns out um, they want to hear covers. You know, that's very popular on YouTube right now where you yeah. you grab a, a current song and make it your own. And they want some Q&A sessions, which is awesome because I love to, to receive their questions and, and kind of have a conversation with them. And then a little bit of acoustic sessions. And I, I love that the most. I've always enjoyed that part of my live set, that acoustic part where, where all the musicians, you know, we just walk to the front of the stage, we sit down, and we unplug everything, and let's do this acoustic. And I love that my audience likes that, too, because, I mean, they, they get me, which is the most important part. Well, we should uh, tell our audience where how do they find your YouTube channel? Okay, the YouTube, YouTube channel is um, Mariana Vega TV. So you can just look it up, or if, if you rather... Something easier, marianavega.com. That's my webpage, and the links are there for everything. Okay. And, oh, I just got a note, and please excuse me for doing this, but I got a note that, that to tell everybody that I sent them to uh, our last guest's uh, website, and she spells her name uh, G-U-I-L-I-A, So because she's Italian. Okay, got that in. Um, I also noticed that you hinted that you might be doing something like a graphic novel on Instagram. Am I right on that? Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's, that was just a post um, that I did on this new app that you can, you can upload photos and it makes it look like a graphic novel, but it's not, ah. it's not an actual project or anything. It was just a fun okay, little all right. picture. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, I think uh, since we're going through time pretty quickly here we should play some more music and and this is a song from um, your album of uh, the album that i'm sure i don't pronounce right uh me burhut be me burbuha i get that right there you go 
go, mi burbuja. Good. <laughs> All right. I'm working on that. Okay, this is the title song. Sin techo, vengo arropando tu mano con frío Con el poco de tela que traigo conmigo Vengo dejando que pasen los años Tus chubes, yo quedo en el mismo peldaño oh, no. Quedo en el mismo peldaño Y aunque tú nunca me des las That's the kind of song that makes me happy. I've got a long extension cord on my earphones because I can dance around the studio. Uh, <laughs> That's so sweet. You, you go into kind of a conversation with the listener uh, in the middle of that song. And I don't know what you're saying, but it sounds great. Could could you give us a, an idea of, of, of what you're talking about there and, and what the song's about? Of course. The song's called Mi uh, Burbuja, which means my bubble. And it, it it's, it's a play on this uh, instinct that women have to protect their, their loved ones. We have this sort of bubble where we want them to be cozy and fed and comfortable and happy. And we're always it's kind of this maternal instinct that we have. So the song starts saying how much I'm taking care of this person. But if he decides to walk away, and that's when I start kind of the rapping part when I'm just speaking to him. And if you decide to walk away and go with another girl, She's never going to take care of you the way I do. And, and I, I start kind of making him fear the idea of leaving me. It's a little bit of a, a psycho play there. But, but it's fun. It's in a fun way. It was just, you know, it was good hearted, I swear. Well, well the, the whole song is good hearted. It has that feeling to it. It just makes you dance and smile. And now that I understand what you're talking about, it's very clever. Right? <laughs> It's Women Manipulation 101. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'm, I'll keep that in mind. Um, with no, and let me just say, it's no wonder that album got nominated for the best album of the year for, uh, in 2014 by the Latin uh, Grammys. Um, now, you were awarded uh, the Latin Grammy that year for the, the best new artist. And I guess it's kind of unheard of to be nominated for both best new artist and also for best album at the same time does that happen very often um, are you the first well not i'm not sure if i was the first i know it doesn't happen very often um it happened this year again uh, i don't recall exactly the name of the artist right now but i know it happened um okay but it, it's it's a huge honor obviously having any of those nominations uh, let alone two and and winning that award just opened so many doors for me and and now well one of them is this this new english market idea and being able to tour it and grow it it's been it's been amazing 
So when you say it, it uh, opened up doors for you, um, what happens after you win that award? Do, do producers start calling you and record labels start calling you and all of a sudden you're famous? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's nothing like that. It's not like they start showing up at your door. You, you still have to go and knock on every door. It just, they just open a lot faster. <laughs> oh. But you're still knocking on the producer's door or record labels or maybe um, for sponsorships and stuff like that. Uh, you're still knocking, but it, they just open quicker. <laughs> okay. Now, the, the producer on that album, um, that was uh, Catero uh, Lopez. Am I right on that? Yes, correct. Argentinian. Uh, who himself is a multiple platinum Latin Grammy winner and Billboard winner. Um, how much did having him on board help you with your music? Oh, that was an, that was amazing working with him. He has he's very um, um, sensitive when when working with uh, women songwriters. He's worked with Julieta Venegas, Natalia Lafourcade, and they're both of my my um, I, idols, I guess. But but he is very good at listening to what you want to say listening to the kind of music you want to do and making the whole thing, um, um, I, I don't know the word for it, like homogeneous. Is that a word in English? Like That is a word in English, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> so he helped me. I had this idea of the, the folk pop uh, fusion for that album, and he made it happen. He made it coherent, and, and I enjoyed working with him a lot. It's just that for this new um, work that I'm doing right now, I didn't want to have to travel that much anymore. I wanted to slow down. So staying in <laughs> right. Miami helped me. Um, and, and I started working with Julio, and it just took another direction completely. Well, we have time for uh, one more song, and I think it's kind of appropriate um, for a last question because it's, uh, it's about the road. This is uh, Camino. I want to play this one. salir a caminar y puedes venir conmigo Voy a dejar el miedo atrás no importa ya dónde voy Y aunque esté muy lejos me quedo contigo No habrá despedidas ni pena ni sol That's uh, Camino, and of course, as anybody who lives in California knows, uh, it means road because we have the uh, El Camino Real here. Um, so what's the road ahead for you? What does it look like? Uh, this is two years after a Latin Grammy. What's the direction? Yeah, well, the direction is just keep going where we're going right now. We're, we're releasing a, a new single um, in about a month. And then next year, we're starting the tour in Latin America and the, in the U.S. And we are going for the first time to Spain, which is a big, big market that I've always wanted to um, go visit. And finally, we're going to be able to. 
Uh, so opening doors, I like that that metaphor a lot, as you can see. So we're still, you know, knocking and opening doors and and trying to get my music um, to a lot of a lot of people. The the more, the better. Oh, of course, of course. Um, it, it, so you're putting together a new a, a new album now, right? Yes, that will be at the beginning of 2017. Uh, it should come out, and then we'll start touring it as much as we can. Okay, well, I like all the people who have um, emailed in. I join them in in hoping that you come to my city and uh, get to see you live. I think that would be a joy, to say the least. Right? <laughs> so uh, sweet. Now, and seriously, what uh, wherever you wherever you go on your road, you're always welcome here at Music Friday, and also you're welcome on our bilingual uh, program, Musical Fusion LA. And uh, so when the next album's out, the next video's out, the next tour is ready, let us know. We'll do everything we can to uh, let, let people know about it. Uh, in the meantime, where is the best place for people to get your music? Uh, okay, it's available on all digital platforms, so that's the best way, iTunes, uh, Spotify, or YouTube, or all of that, that's available um, right now, and that's the easiest way. Okay, all right. Well, we are pretty much uh, out out of time, uh, so I want to thank you so much for taking uh, the time to talk with us today. Uh, thank you so much, Patrick. It's been an, an amazing interview. Thank you, and thank <laughs> Um, your entire team, because you, you guys have been awesome, and hopefully I'll see you soon in L.A. Oh, hopefully, too. Uh, Mariana <laughs> Vega, her new, her new song is uh, Camarlenta, and you can get your copy at well, on all digital platforms, and also you can stream it, but you know how the music business works. So if you can uh, download it and pay for it a little bit, that, that always helps. In the meantime... Remind you, you're listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyber Station USA, from Blog Talk Radio and our radio affiliates, and also our, our radio affiliate in London, Artistic Echoes Network. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, and get real-time updates on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartleben. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com. Music. Be here next Friday. Our guests are going to be the fast-rising duo Cosmos and Creature. Saw these people live last week. They are amazing, to say the least. And we're going to have a surprise guest. We'll, you know, we'll let you know. So keep up with our Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and we'll update you on who the surprise guest is going to be. And that's it for now on Music Friday Live. Have a great musical weekend, and we're going to leave you uh, with a little more of... Uh, salir a caminar y puedes venir conmigo voy a dejar el miedo atrás no importa ya dónde voy y aunque esté muy lejos me quedo contigo no habrá despedidas ni pena ni sol
descansar cuando me 